everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Mindful and Ruthless podcast. And today we're going to talk about an origin story. What's an origin story? Well, good question. An origin story is basically your story. It's your story. It's what got you started in the first place and started you geeking out on whatever it is that you're doing in your career. So the thing about the origin story is once you have, it's also called like the epiphany bridge. It's like, what, what was your epiphany that started you like on a, on a mission to like do what you do and explain to others and like be excited when you talk about it with others. So I want you to think about in this episode, what is your epiphany bridge script? What is your story? What is your origin story? What started you geeking out about what you're doing? So now in order to do that, we're gonna have to go over a story basically like over whatever like a story structure is cool so and then after that i'll also give you my example i just want to start before i i start this i want to say that if you're watching this or listening to this then there is a webinar going on where i'm going to also talk about this just a bit and this is at sagishriver.com webinar pretty easy or mindful and slash webinar as well okay and you also have the link in the show notes Yo, yo, what's up, creative entrepreneurs? Sagi here, and welcome to the Mindful and Ruthless podcast. The podcast where we'll talk about online businesses, personal branding, marketing, storytelling, blogging, high achievement, mindfulness, relationships, productivity, and so much more. Everything we need in order to build a life of impact, in order to build a full stack life. So, a story. What's a story structure? So, I want to just go and go over like the, the basic structure of a story in order for you to understand. And this goes the same way for any, any story that any even Hollywood script go through, right? You have basically the hero, right? Every story has a hero. The hero has a desire, right? He has a desire. The thing is the hero has a couple of desires. He has like this is an external desire, which is called the journey of achievement. He wants to achieve something. He wants to achieve something which he cannot, he doesn't know how to achieve it. It's pretty much like uh, very tangible to understand. Cool. That's in terms of like the external desire, but he also has an internal desire. And the internal desire is something that is inside of him. It's something below the surface. Cool. And he also wants to achieve that. And let's see how it unfolds. So he goes on every story introduces the hero at the first 10% of, of the story and you have to present the, sto- the hero in a way that you can connect to the hero okay it's very important so for instance of course in your stories you are the hero okay and there's also there's also a, a way um, build a story brand a great book also explains how you can frame the user like your ever like your potential customer as the hero but I'm going to talk in this specific video about your story. What's your story? Because it's so, so important. All right. So, all right. If I'm looking at, at a hero, what makes us basically feel that we're connected to the hero? So in the first 10% of every movie or, or play or anything, we present the hero as someone who is very powerful at what they do, hopefully powerful at what they do, or that they are, the hero is, is at some kind of risk. And that's very important, right? So, because otherwise we won't connect to the hero and we wouldn't care. So you have to present them with some kind of backstory 
where he comes from and what are these superpowers he's powerful at something or he's at some kind of risk and that makes us uh, really connect to him of course humor and other stuff like other like traits that this person has that is more like us that makes us connect to the hero so then the hero at some point hits a wall okay now think about everything that i'm saying right now think about your story right you're the hero so what was your internal desire what was your external desire what did you want to achieve when did your story start what traits did you have that we can connect to you were you in some kind of risk or were do you have superpowers in something i'll soon give my example and you'll see then the hero hit a wall a wall in his journey just like couldn't go like that's a very tough period and like he couldn't he just couldn't break through that wall and then something happened an epiphany a new opportunity was presented to him usually at this point some kind of external guide comes along and some kind of external guide comes along and tells the hero hey there's something that like he basically calls the hero for action okay like you need to do this like hey i notice i know you i know where what you're going through you need to do this and get there so there's an external guide usually that is coming to to help the hero and that external guide usually like it's external but sometimes it's even internal sometimes it's an inner voice so for instance uh, one of the members of my mastermind we went through her story and we came to understand that her actually like her guide that caused her for this like epiphany of hers was it was an inner voice it was her fomo <laughs> so that's pretty much that guy that calls to action and gives you the new plan that guy can be either external or internal like an inner voice or so or conscious or whatever right and then basically that's the epiphany that's like kind of like when you have the light bulb go- moment going on you're like oh my god I can do this and the, you lay out a plan and you create a plan that with the alongside with the guide you create the plan to get to your achievement and then you start taking action on that plan but then what happens boom oh man you just like you hit some kind of other conflict or you know some mini walls along the way why is that important for you to hit more walls and have conflict along the way it's important because if you don't have conflict there's no emotion emotion is what makes you like people connect to you emotions is what makes everything come together all right for the connection so you know in private ryan saving private ryan right we, we saw like the whole entire way that like the major like he the troop went on to find private ryan and our hero of course he just like he got to private ryan at the end but what if we just like you know they kicked some uh Viet Cong ass and got to the to private ryan very fast that wouldn't be an interesting movie we wouldn't care about the hero himself like right but they showed us they showed us his hand shaking the time and when they stopped for like to for breaks and they showed us like the fight scenes and then and he's losing people and like all kinds of conflicts happening inside his team and like so many things happen and at the end he dies right so and that's the closure so sometimes and actually most times the hero comes to getting to his achievement so the hero actually comes he actually gets to his achievement right after the conflict and that's a great thing so the hero gets to the achievement sometimes the hero does not get to the achievement he doesn't he dies just before he gets to his achievement or you know it's just like it it really sometimes it just like doesn't get it but something happens besides the achievement which is like the mountain and like it's like the top of them like if you see an iceberg it's like the top of the iceberg right but there is the bottom of the iceberg that's the transformation that the hero is going through and actually achieves his internal desires he went 
through a transformation that really helped him now achieve what he achieved, but also like change him as a person. So there's a movie, and I don't remember exactly the the name. I haven't I haven't seen it. I've seen it. They talked about it in one of the books, which is like a movie about cars, and then. So like the one car wanted to race uh, to get to this race or something like that. And finally they got to the race. And at the end, one of his friends just like crashed before the ending line or in, for the finish line. So instead of like, and that car was finally about to win the race, like after the whole movie. And then the car stopped, didn't go through the finish line, let the other cars pass him and went back to save his friend. And then friends like, didn't you care about winning? He's like, yeah, but that doesn't matter anymore. Like now the friendship, right? The internal transformation happened. So again, I'm going to go through this again. Backstory, and in the backstory, you introduce the hero with an internal and external desire, okay? So the external desire is introduced. The internal desire has to be basically based on clues, like introduced, not really like, you know, you know fed with a spoon. And then the hero hit a wall in a, on his journey, hit a crazy wall, like it's very, like it's a bad moment. And then all of a sudden, a guide comes along, calls him to action, and the hero has this epiphany. Oh my God, yes. And the, and the guide helps hero put together a plan or the hero puts together a plan. Again, the guide can be either external, like someone, a person, or just like internal, maybe just like a, an inner voice. And then put together a plan. And then as long as things start to go well, yes, putting together a plan, things start like starting to crush it. All of a sudden, boom, conflict, conflict here, conflict there. Again, more crushing it, more conflict. Like, you know, that's the kind of things that create emotion, right? That's contrast. And then after that, the hero gets to his achievement, achieves what he wanted. And then also achieves a transformation along the way. Sometimes the hero doesn't get the achievement, but he gets a transformation. Sound good? Any good story is based on this specific script. And I want you to think again, what was your backstory? What were your external and internal desires? What was the wall you hit? What was your epiphany? Who was your guide? Was he external or internal? And what was the plan that this guide helped you put together? And then with that plan, you started crushing it, but then what happened? What conflict did you experience along the way? And then finally, what was your achievement? And also, what was your inner transformation? So I just want you to get this and try to think about it in your own kind of like for yourself, right? It's very important. Now, I wanted to give you an example. I'll give you an example of my own story, right? So let's do it. Hi, what's up, everyone? My name is Sagi, and I came from the startup scene. I was working with companies such as Fiverr, SimilarWeb, and having my own startups, like startups of my own. And I was always blogging on the side though. And like I had two blogs with podcasts and newsletters of their own. I had Pixel Perfect, which is Israel's largest design blog and Hacking UI, an international design blog. And they made me extra revenue, like extra cash and letting me crazy opportunities. And I was like, I was like the first design hire at Fiverr.com and startups on, like startups on my own were going to the Silicon Valley for accelerators. And we also like got acquired by SimilarWeb, which is the biggest startup. And I became the design director there at SimilarWeb. Now in early 2016, my partner and I in Hacking UI noticed that the blog was making us a good amount of money. We actually made $66,000 in 2015 alone. So that happened. Well, we decided we have a chance to go for the dream, right? To leave the day job right? Or as I say, you know, if you don't build your own dream, someone else will hire you to build theirs. And we found a way to now build our own dream. So we did it. My partner and I, we decided to leave our day jobs. I had no savings. 
I had two kids and a wife, uh, which wasn't working at the time, by the way, it's a whole different story, but I did it anyways. I left my day job. I really wanted to build this online business as my main business. And it was my shot at success. It was my shot. And again, my external desire was to build a successful online business, to leave my day job and do it successfully. That was like my external desire. And my eternal, my internal desire was I wanted to be a good family man. I want time with my wife and kids. I wanted not to be another person that works like crazy at day job. I just was sick and tired of that. Like my whole surrounding was people like that. Like everybody was working their asses off. And in Israel, like the cost of living is very high. So I said to myself, I need to do something about this. Like this is my shot. I'm going to make it. And I want to be that person that succeeds, that gets up the grid, that, you know, has his own way in life. And so I did. I left my day job and things at the beginning, they went pretty well, but I never knew what was coming. I should have have, but I didn't. So as things were promising, uh, we hit a wall, like about a couple of months in, we hit a wall. My partner and I, we started to pull in different directions and we were fighting all the time and we couldn't monetize the business properly and found ourselves in a six month period, which we couldn't pull a dime out of the company for ourselves. That is the wall, right? So I presented me as a hero, right? Like, and then I presented now the wall, we hit a wall. So at the beginning of the period, I read a book called Fish Out of Water by an entrepreneur named Calvin Wyman. His book really touched me. So I reached out to him and I basically I offered, he offered to coach me. So his price was so high that I decided not to do it. I basically, <laughs> that would be engraved as one of the biggest mistakes of my life. See, those, my close environment, including my partner in business and even my dad, thought it was crazy for me to spend so much money on a coach. So I turned the offer down, although my gut was telling me that I should have hired him. Well, one thing he told me before he ended the call was, hey, Sagi, it's okay if you want to pass on this opportunity, but just know next time I'll probably double my prices. Well, I said no. And a few months later into this rough period with no paycheck, I had to take a huge private loan from the bank to cover my household costs. And I burned through that loan in three months. There was one specific night that I remember until this day. It was May, 2017. And I remember, I'll never forget this. Like I took my dog out for a walk in a field near my house. The sky was full of beautiful stars, but I was so trapped and grounded in the soil I was standing in. My bills were due basically in two weeks and I had no freaking idea where I'm going to get my money. I was running equations in my head, basically trying to get how am I going to get money in two weeks, anything like to bring income to my household, but I just wasn't able to come up with any solution. The pressure, the feeling of failure. I was a failure to my partner. I was a failure to my audience. I was a failure to my wife and kids who I barely saw these days, basically this, the last couple of months, just because I was hustling hard. I was officially broke in a crazy $28,000 ,000, $28, debt, and I had no direction of pulling myself out of the hole I got myself into. At that point, I just broke down and cried. So for the first time in my adult life, I just cried. Then after a couple of minutes, you know, sobbing with the harps in the background, I said to myself, okay, Sagi, you know what? You can cry, no problem, good, let it out, but this doesn't change anything. So what are you going to do about it? And that's the beginning of the epiphany, right? Uh, in the story, what are you going to do about it? And it was in that moment that I decided to turn 
two of the best entrepreneurs I know, people that have been in debt and made it out. I talked to an amazing entrepreneur named Jason Zook, which was, I was on his membership program and he really, really helped me out. He just like got on two phone calls with me, two one hour phone calls. Like he didn't have to do this, but he did it. And he said, you know what, Sagi, this is your time. This is your time to do you. And when, when he said that, I told my partner, I'm leaving exactly the same way. I just told my partner, hey man, like I'm leaving. I need a new blank page. I'm going to start fresh. You start fresh. I start fresh. Let's go each other. Uh, let's like split. And then I turned to Kelvin, Kelvin Wayman. Remember him from before? So turned to Kelvin and Kelvin stood up to his word. He told me, Sagi, if you want help, I can help you. I can coach you. But my price is now double. My heart sank, but something kept me on my feet. It was a quote that I heard on some podcast that stuck with me forever since then. It was, you'd rather live a life of wells than what ifs. I remember that I told myself, if I miss this opportunity that I frame myself, I'm going to lose big time. And the first time I passed on Calvin as a coach, my gut feeling told me I should have went with him and hired him, but I didn't. And I remember the words of Jason Zuki said, Sagi, do you. It's Sagi time. Well, who was Sagi? Who, who was I? Like, my gut represented me, not the accumulated mess that was shoved into my head by society and schools, right? So, although logic was saying, don't take Calvin, you're broke, you're in debt, and now he wants like double the price. I told myself, no, I said yes to Kelvin. I hired Kelvin and I flew him over to Israel for a VIP day to start the process. The first thing Kelvin did with me, and again, Kelvin is the guide, right? Like I'm bringing him back, Kelvin is the guide. I am like, now he helps me form the plan together. So first thing Kelvin did with me, the few exercises in which we built a vision. We did it for 10 years through a special exercise and then for two years and then for six months going forward. I remember sitting down in that small office that I rented in Tel Aviv and writing down goals for six months that were so out of my league, so above my level. I was broke, like, but I was writing goals, like super successfully, like, you know, like I'm really going to make these amazing things happen in my life. And I remember three uh, goals that I wrote down. I'll never forget them. <laughs> um, and I'll soon tell you why, but three of the goals that I wrote down for the six months were one, get booked for an appearance on one major podcast. And in parentheses, I wrote two names, Pat Flynn or JLD. And then the second one was make $14,000 in revenue in one month. And that was for me, 14K. I never made $14,000 in a month, like never. And then the third one was after I get out of the shit situation that I was at, I want to launch a new community where I help other creative entrepreneurs gain and regain control of their businesses and start crushing it. So those were my three goals. And uh, then Calvin flew back to the States and I started taking action on the vision. It was like magic, right? Like I started taking action in the plan. Remember that part of the story? Taking action on the plan. So I started taking action on that plan. It was awesome. And now I remember like just... I landed two clients that wanted to work with me the same week that we started working together. And I took one of them uh, because I couldn't take both of them. I started more earning way more than I earned ever before. I started consulting for other companies and I started making my six month vision goal of 14K come true in less than a month. Basically in less than a month, I made over 14K, which was amazing. And by the way, the client I started working with was a client that I worked with for a long time ago, but was following my journey through my blogs. So although I, you know, I was failing, I still have my brand and my community and he was part of it. So I nailed the client. That was awesome. The belief in abundance opened up to me. If I made 14K this month, what if I can make 28K in a month? 28K was the amount of my debt. 
which is 100,000 Israeli shekels. So I wrote myself a check for 100,000 Israeli shekels, 28K. I put, wrote the check for January 1st, 2019, and I stuck it up on the fridge in my home, like Jim Carrey did with his story. So I stuck it on the fridge and I just let it sit there. It was June and I, I wrote the check for January. So things seemed to be going super well with the vision. I started really crushing it. I, took, I was taking action, making things happen, monetizing, decided to focus, like I was really focused. But then a letter came in the mail one day. And that's the conflict here in the story, right? Conflict. A letter came in the mail and it was from one of the Israeli tax authorities. And he said, I owe them another 22K. That came as a complete shock. It was a blow to the stomach. Like I was digging myself out of my debt and all my shit situation that I was in. And here comes a letter saying I was in more debt, like 22K. That's a lot of money. And at that point it hit me. I was a creative, but I needed to get more business oriented, like business and money oriented to make that work. So I did two things. I started reading money books like crazy and the best of the best. And then I also hired a financial coach, Amit, who's with me till this day. Mixing my vision with my business plan led to results immediately. And I started working with great clients, but it also was time to monetize my Israeli community because that's, you know, at the end of the day, I still left my day job to do my own dream, right? To work on my own things and my own communities. So I started, I decided to launch a course. I decided to, to launch a physical class in Tel Aviv after it was a local community. So I built a program, partnered up with a local design college and launched it to my audience. It wasn't easy. I had to make tons of sales calls and basically take my email marketing to a whole nother level. It was hard not getting sidetracked. As a creative entrepreneur, you want to do so many things, right? And so many opportunities opened up for me after I started crushing with my vision. But Kelvin told me on our calls, Sagi, the course is on your vision. You committed to it. So put everything else aside and do only this. And you know what? Make yourself a goal and buy yourself something you really want as a present when you crush this goal of closing an entire class for your new course. So I said, okay, I really wanted to attend the 10X Growth Conference of, by Grant Cardone, which was in Vegas a couple months ahead, like in February 2018. So that really motivated me to push forward. And I did it. I, you know, I, I did it. I followed my vision. I stayed focused. The night before the first batch of my course, it was 20, November 24th, 2017. I got the final sale, a full class booked. I ran to my laptop and immediately bought the ticket to 10X GrowthCon. That was the happiest moment of my life back then. I was like really, really happy, but I had no clue. It was only just the beginning. On January 2nd, 2018, I was making breakfast. My wife, my wife was going over the accounting software on December bills. And all of a sudden she calls me over. She's like, honey, you gotta come see this. Like. As I come, she said, I think there's a bug in the app. It says you made over 100,000 Israeli shekels in December, which is 28K. And I heard that and couldn't believe my, I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm looking at the software. I'm like, I ran to the fridge. I grabbed the check. I came back to the computer and I, I just like, I held up the check next to the screen of the computer and I just, I still couldn't believe it. Like my check was for the 1st of January, 2018, and it said 100,000 Israeli shekels. And my accounting software said in December, you made revenue of 100,000 Israeli shekels. So that was crazy. That month led me into my first multi six figure year, grossing over 1 million Israeli shekels that year in 2018. I made more money than I ever made in my life. And I also have more time with my family than ever before. I have a team and multiple online courses in place and building my own dream. I'm doing it. I'm really living it. Besides that, 
you know, the, the story with the check, there are two other things that happened in early 2018. Remember the three items from a vision? So one is make 14K in revenue in one month. Well, crush that and actually doubled it. Two, get booked for an appearance on one major podcast, Path Clean or JLD. And three, launch a new community where I help other creative entrepreneurs build their own dream. So, well, I launched this community, right? Mindful and Ruthless, here we are right now. And straight after 10x, Kelvin and my coach recommended that I attend Social Media Marketing World in San Diego. And what happened there was a whole other story. But that's where in one night I met in the same room, I met Pat Flynn and JLD and managed to network with them. And basically a month later, I was booked to appear on SPI to tell my story. So that happened. And it wasn't around six months in the vision of six months, but it was seven months. And I was booked to be appeared like on Pat Flynn's. SPI. Well, that was crazy for me. And well, the moral of the story is things can happen when you have a vision. Things can happen when you have a brand and things can happen when you connect your brand and vision to a business plan. And I hope that this story inspired you. And basically now that you see like the, the end of the story, right? Like I got my achievement, the transformation is like, yeah, I, I now have more time with my family and I'm living the lifestyle that I want. And I got it. I did it. Like I have more free time. I'm, I'm so, and I got to my achievement of like making this business a success. And even way more than that, like I met people that I would never would even dream to have met, like Pat Flynn, listening to his podcast and following for years. So that's my story and that's my uh, epiphany bridge and that's my origin story. I hope that this kind of gets you thinking about your story and your epiphany bridge script. I hope you enjoyed it. Like I think like every one of us has an origin story and I think you have an origin story as well. Just think about it again. Think about your backstory. What's your backstory and how can we relate to you as audience? What are your desires? What are your desires uh, when you think about like internal and external? And then what world did you hit at one stage? And what was your epiphany? What started geeking you out on what you're doing today and what you're selling to your customers, right? And then what was the plan? Well, who was the guide? Was the external or internal? And what plan did he help you put together? And then what conflicts did you experience along the way? And then after that, what was your achievement? Externally and then internally, what was your transformation? Just to close this off, I want to say people work with you because you inspire them. It's true. And now the question is, how can you inspire them? And the answer is, tell your story as much as you can. And you see the really, really successful entrepreneurs, they tell the story. They, still, they tell the story all the time. They repeat it over and over and over again. And the beautiful thing is this. Once you have a story, then you can draw hooks. Those hooks become basically your ads, your content, your podcast, your blog post, your newsletter, like everything. You just draw them out from... You, you take your plan, you draw out uh, an online course with different Facebook ads. You take your conflicts, you draw a different article. You take your achievement, you draw different articles and Instagram posts, whatever, right? You take your epiphany bridge script, you take your guide. You, like, you do so many things with this. This is your business plan right here. But of course, there's a lot more to do with it. And there's like, there's a lot to learn, but it's just the beginning. And I hope this got you thinking about like how from your origin story and your epiphany bridge script, you can release different hooks, which are like, you know, your content plan, your game plan, your business plan, like products. You can make products out of this. Like this is your lead generators that people will opt into your email list for. This is like your online courses, your Facebook ads, Instagram stories, whatever. Like this is 
the plan. So, and it's all based on your story, something that already happened, which is easy to think about. It took me 15 minutes, it shouldn't take you more. So I'll also put this picture for you and in the show notes for you to go on and uh, check out the, the image. Uh, you might want to hear this episode again, just in order to make everything clear. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one. Let me know again uh, if you liked it comment and especially on iTunes would love your reviews on this podcast if you liked it and this is another solo episode I am now finishing this up and it's a wrap thank you so much for listening the show notes for this episode will be available at mindfulandruthless.com slash podcast and if you can I would love to ask you for your help it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate this show on iTunes as a way of saying thanks for your reviews I will be giving away a prize once a month to one awesome person that left a great review. Are you that awesome person? All you have to do is just go to mindfulandruthless.com slash rate. This will launch iTunes in your device. Then all you have to do is scroll down to the bottom if you're on your iPhone or mobile device, or if you're on your laptop, just click the ratings and reviews tab up on the top of the screen. Simply rate the show and leave a review and you will automatically be enrolled in the chance to win a cool prize of the month. So have an amazing day, night, wherever you are in the world. And remember to always be mindful of your time, relationships, and well-being. And always be ruthless with your gut feeling, with your work ethics. And don't let anybody take you off your path, my friend. <laughs>